something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, savage. I like to keep it real simple. All right, it's about that time. I am back. I went on vacation, heading to Florida, <laughs> Wait till I tell you all the stories. Headed to Florida, then I went to Virginia, and I'm finally, finally home. <laughs> so let me let me go ahead and rewind. I went to Florida, flew out early Monday morning, two Mondays ago. So I flew out on what is that, the 31st or 29th, whatever that day is, whatever two Mondays ago. So I flew out, had to get up at 4:30 in the morning. We get to the airport, everything's cool, ready to roll, flight's good, life is good. We get down there, I'm exhausted, my kid is exhausted because he didn't get home. I think he ended up getting home at midnight the night before with his dad. So every, everything's good, we end up getting down there and we are just exhausted <laughs> off the bat. We go to Orlando, we meet up with my friend, who was so super nice. So thank you, Sarah, for letting us crash with you guys for the night. We get there. And when I say we, it is my son and his dad. So my ex-husband. So my son, my ex-husband, and myself flew down Monday morning. Like I said, they didn't get back till midnight over to my house. And my ex ended up staying the night in my son's room with my son. Don't be thinking anything crazy or whatever. So he ended up staying I get him up 4.30, we go, we ended up just literally almost falling asleep, my son and I did, on the way to the house. He has like drool on his mouth and God love him. Like, all right, we're here. So we get there, we hang out, have a great time with our friends and catching up with them because I haven't seen him in a little while. We went down to visit them just before COVID. So we get to, we go in, we get to meet them. I don't want to say too much, but I will just say there were a lot of pineapples. There were a lot of pineapples. And the last time I went to visit, I was like, oh my God, I love all the pineapples around. <laughs> and she's like, well, thank you. And I was like, yeah, they're really cool. Like, that's really nice. 
And so then she was like, well, um, I can probably explain to you about but i just i adore them i love them no i am not a part of that lifestyle at all no 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 and no i didn't even know much about it or anything about it um but they're just they're they're good people they're awesome i I love them um but they have a son my son's age so that's how we met originally they lived in an old neighborhood of ours and we became friends the boys would play all the time and they ended up moving down to orlando so we were like okay that's cool we'll come visit we hadn't seen them. So it was before COVID. So we ended up catching up. They now have like three dogs, I think three cats and 16 or between 16 and 20 chickens. <laughs> so I got to meet all of those, but we're exhausted. We get food. I'm doing my best to stay awake because here's the kicker. Dun, 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 dun. Josh, my boyfriend and his son met us down there. So we fly in and this was actually kind of comical because <laughs> when we were booking flights, Josh said, okay, well, we'll get in about 1030. I said, okay, great. Well, we'll get in at 930. So we'll just hang around and wait for you at the airport. No big deal. Like that won't be any big deal at all. He's like, okay. So then it dawned on me maybe four or five days before the trip. I was like, okay, well, we're only an hour difference. And he's like, but I get in at PM and you get in at AM. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. So they end up getting in around 1045, I think. And they got back to my friend's house around quarter after 11. So we're already exhausted, barely keeping our eyes open. They get in. We're like, okay, cool. Josh comes in and we hang out for a little bit. And I don't think we got to bed until like 1.30. And I'm thinking, I'm going to dread this tomorrow because we said we wanted to get up to go to Hollywood Studios at 8 a.m. So we go to Hollywood Studios, which I posted on my, I'm sure I'm going to open a whole can of worms, but I posted that I went to Hollywood Studios and I had several people like, oh my God, I would never give money to them. What the heck? What are you doing? And I'm like, what are you talking about? So we went to Hollywood Studios. Literally the kids stayed with, with us the entire time. I actually told Josh's son, I said, hey, I have to be able to see you at all times. And you have to be within arm's reach of me at all times. So I'm not sure if they were, I'm really not even sure like what and what they were talking about. Um, but I had a couple people comment on that. Everybody else is like, go do your thing. We love Disney. Uh, it was amazing being in the airport and seeing how much Disney stuff and how much it literally was like how many suitcases people had. And eventually someone was like, oh, we're going to be here for like seven days or 10 days. And we're going to go to each resort every single day. And I'm like, oh, my Lord, have mercy. That is that is a lot. So we get down. We go to Hollywood Studios. We were supposed to get up at like 8 a.m. That did not happen because I wanted to go when the park opened. So it wasn't too crazy hot for the kids, <laughs> but really for me, because I don't really I'm not a big fan of that, like 90 to 100 degree heat. Just that's not my thing, especially being at a theme park where it's overpriced drinks and food and fans. But nonetheless, we got there about 10, 45, 11 o'clock. We get in, we walk in and it's like high 80s, which is fine. But as soon as we walk in, my son forgot his sunglasses. So we got him sunglasses. We got the fans that spray the water. I mean, they probably got us by like $80, right? I mean, we probably took four steps in and they got us right away. So I knew I was like, oh, this, this is about to be real good. So my son had been wanting to go to the Star Wars thing. We ended up going to the Star Wars first 
Because as a mom, and if you go to any of those Disney parks, you better go to the thing that you want to go to first. And then as you're trickling out, because they were done after a certain time, I think we left at 2.15. So that's all they had in them. And I think the last 45 minutes or so we spent just shopping, going in and out of the air conditioned ones because it was just, they were done. They were definitely done. So we go to Hollywood Studios and go back to my friend's house, grab our luggage, and then we head to the beach. And we all went. So Josh, my son, Josh's son, myself, we all stayed in one room and it was great. Josh had booked the room. It was a walkout essentially to the beach. So you walked out, you had a little kind of like a little sectional, and then you had a couple lounge chairs, like the long ones you could lay on. And you could literally walk like five steps and you were in the pool. And then from the pool, you walked down the steps and you were on the beach. So it was absolutely beautiful. He also had a cabana for us. So all of that was, was really cool. There was a restaurant there. So we didn't even have to leave and do anything. But we get to the beach about five or six. We passed Daytona Speedway. And jokingly, Josh was like, oh, look, they have a selfie station. I was like, let's pull in here. So we got to at least see the Daytona Speedway, which was insane to me because it was so big. I did not realize how long that track was. So that was kind of cool to see that. But anyway, we get to the beach. We're, we're ha- we have a great time. We're having a great time doing all the beach things, walking, finding seashells, all of that stuff. But what I was finding is every morning I was waking up to try and see the sunrise at five something, six something. And I literally kept exhausting myself for the rest of the freaking vacation because I was up so early and I didn't get to see a clean one because there were a lot of clouds. So that was a bit of a bummer, but I did get to see it as it got a little bit higher. It was, it was definitely really pretty. So we ended up at Daytona Shores. That was where we ended up beach wise. And as we were walking on the beach, we did not know it got hit by a crazy hurricane last, I believe they said November. I'm sure some of you guys already know, but it got hit last November and we were walking through and one property, the pool, like a cement pool was just kind of halfway up and then just sunk down in, which was crazy. And they were telling us they're still rebuilding and a lot of the properties just got demolished. So seeing that, you know, face to face, it was like, oh, wow anything could change in a minute. And they're really trying to build everything back up. But they were saying that still a lot of the properties were, were down and, and not rentable yet, which definitely sucks for them because obviously that's a good source of, of their income on the rentals. But the beach was, was really nice. Um, I, think, I don't know if you haven't been to a beach in a while, I forgot how loud it was. Like the, the waves are so loud, but yet so calming. and. Definitely noticed my allergies were gone coming from Ohio, where I'm like <laughs> coughing all the time, sniffling. We got to that beach and it was so clear and so cool. The fun thing though was I legit forgot what day we were on. And granted, I mean, was it fun? Yes. What, when you're with anybody, right? So I'm with Josh, my ex, Josh's son, my son, myself. I'm with everyone and I'm like, okay, how's this going to go? So my ex ended up staying until Wednesday morning, then he left. So we had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday together, Josh, his son, my son and myself, we had us, the four of us together and it was fun, but you've been gone from your house for, you know, five days and things aren't, not a lot of space, all of those things. Like you're in close quarters. 
Uh, the kids did great. I mean, they got along really great. It was fun, but by the end, I think everyone was ready to go. We played putt-putt and we went shopping, you know, in the local shops and stuff, which everyone was super nice. But I would definitely recommend going to Daytona Shores for sure. But I think we were all ready. <laughs> At the end, we were all ready. Uh, I did get a game. What do you mean? I would definitely recommend that. They have a travel one. Uh, they had not played that. So my son and I have a version at home, but they hadn't played it. So we, <laughs> the fun thing about vacations is we played that and the cards that come up, if you're not familiar, it's a picture card and everyone else has to put a card down that is applicable or could be funny relating to that picture. So the ones that kept coming up were when, when you fart and a turd comes out. <laughs> So Josh's son did not realize that that was going to kind of be part of the game. He had he had zero clue that that kind of stuff was going to be in there. So that that card came up. I don't know how many times and the entire time we were down there, once we played that game on and then after we Friday night, we flew into Virginia. So that was interesting, too, because I hadn't been home and my son hadn't been home since really, really early Monday morning. So we're like, okay, well, we're going to head to Virginia Friday night. So we're in Virginia Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and we finally left Tuesday to come back. So essentially, however many days that is, I don't even know, but we were gone all that time. So the whole, what do you meme cards the entire time? It was our inside joke. When you fart and a little turd comes out or in social studies, when someone puts a pencil in your butt crack. So those things were so cool that we were able to bond and only the four of us really got it. That was definitely a fun piece. But I, I will say I was on a live feed the other day and I said, you really get to know someone. You really get to know someone by being with them all the time, obviously, and taking a vacation with them and being around their kids, like legit being around their kids. So. I got to know him even more. He got to know me even more. It was really cute because pe- people were in my life were like, we saw you on the beach. I'm like, you should have come up and said hi. We were just literally talking about life in general and things we didn't know or things we wanted to do, you know, all of that stuff. So that was kind of fun as the boys like walked ahead or were looking for seashells. It was nice to be out of, I guess, my element and our element per se. I desperately, desperately needed that break because as much as I love being on social media, I love it. I would not change that for the world. I love connecting with people. I love doing the live feeds. It's probably one of my favorites. Having the podcast is right up there too as one of my favorites. I love all of those things. But what I had to learn was I have to step back and take a break. And I did post here or there, but I had some drafts or if I was on the beach doing something, it was kind of fun. Uh, but I had to learn to just disconnect. And as much as I like to say, well, I don't ever want to disconnect. I don't ever want to disconnect. I needed that because even though it's social media and people might say, well, you got to stay relevant. You got to keep yourself going. I chose my mental health instead. And I said, I need to take a break to where I'm not on my phone 24 seven to where I'm not on a live feed for you know hours on end. I'm not doing all these things. I'm going to go ahead and try and set everything up to where I can still post a few things, but literally just disconnect. And when, 
when I got my screen time report, because you know, if you have an Apple, I don't know if Android does this, but my screen time report came out on Sunday or whatever, and it said, you have 43% less screen time this week, which was really cool because that means I disconnected and was able to have a good time connecting with the kids, connecting with Josh. So that I was proud of myself for, because even if you have a different job, no matter what job you have, if you are working 40 hours a week or, or more, you get the weekends to take off. You get a vacation for the most, most people, right? In most jobs, you get a vacation, you get vacation time, you get downtime. So I needed this to kind of recharge. And I'm going to say this wholeheartedly. I missed every single thing that I do. I missed being on the podcast and recording podcasts. I, I missed being on the live feeds. I, I missed all of those things. So much so that when I went to Virginia, I jumped on a live feed just for a couple of minutes. I mean, I think it was like less than a half hour. And then the next day, I think I did an hour um, just to reconnect because I felt so disconnected from everybody. I'd be like, no, I miss everyone. I wanted to come, just come say hey for a little bit. So doing that, but still making sure that I was putting the kids first, still making sure that I was doing all the things that I, that I wanted to do at the same time. So it was nice. It was definitely nice taking that break. So that's why this week we'll, I'm getting back into the swing of things. I'll have guests on. I'll have all of those things on. But I just needed to take that minute to take that deep breath and step away and and refresh. The vacation was good. There were some challenges, for sure some challenges. Uh, Like I said, getting to know people on different levels and and things like that um, has definitely been interesting. I think also I am exhausted. Traveling, like in theory, it was like, this is really cool. We're going to go to Florida. We're going to go to Virginia. All of this is awesome. But I guess you don't take into account when you're away nine, 10 days, you almost forget what your house feels like. You almost forget what does it smell like? What does it look like? How much space do I have? And then on the flip side, you can also say, hold on. I freaking lived out of a bag for 10 days and didn't mind it at all. What the hell do I have all this crap at my house for? (laughs) That's honestly what I was telling myself. I'm like, I'm going to come back to this house full of stuff that now I know for sure I do not need. And it made me want to travel more because there's a couple little little mini trips, right? I mean, I got to make sure I'm saving up and all the other stuff. But there's a couple mini trips that I want to take. And I'm thinking to myself, hold on one second. I can live out of a bag and totally be okay. I need to come home. I need to come home and probably purge some stuff. That's what I need to do. So being away, I finally get back on TikTok. I finally get back on the social stuff. And what do I see? I see the crazy news stories. The big thing right now, I feel like I was gone forever, right? But the big thing right now are the chicken wars. So this guy's on there and I got tagged a bazillion times. This guy comes on talking about, you know, roll up, roll up on his chickens. And he's got, I don't know, maybe 100 chickens, 50 to 100 chickens behind him, just walking and, you know, clucking, all that fun stuff. So then the next person was like, okay, come on then, game on. He probably had 100 chickens. Then the next person comes on and it's like, oh, you think you got it like that? He comes on and probably has 200 chickens. So then someone comes on and is like, 
oh, okay, we see you got your chickens, but you got a cock like mine. And he's got this enormous, enormous. This thing's almost as big as him. So he comes on and he talks about his cock. Then he, the next person comes on and is like, it's not the size of the cock, it's the attitude. <laughs> and he has like a really small cock. <laughs> I know, I can't help it. But anyway, he has a real small cock. Then, <laughs> and if you're just joining in on the cock part, my bad. <laughs> my bad. So after that, then someone else comes on literally probably has 200 300 chickens then the next person comes on is like okay fine bet she has all these little baby chicks and is like i'm just preparing them give me eight weeks <laughs> give me eight weeks and i got your back let's go then the last person in this said video literally has thousands of chickens and he has it spelt the chickens are in word order right and it says pull up Literally, the chickens, they must be eating feed or something, but it's spelled out pull up. So there's this full on chicken war going on. Oh, wait, no time out. At the very, very end, the original guy that said, you know, come on, come at me, bro, was like, yeah, I see all your chickens, but I got this. And he has a peacock. <laughs> He's like, and we're ready to go. So did I have that on my bingo card for 2023? No. No, I did not have the chicken war, the great chicken war on my bingo card at all. But you can't miss out on that one. You definitely have to go check it out. I mean, it's just wholesome, freaking fun. That, that's all it is. So then I, go to, <laughs> then I go to the news stories. Like, okay, well, what are some of the news stories out here? And I see... How 90 Day Fiance star Stephanie, I think it's Matto or Matto, ended up hospitalized after eating too many beans to sell farts. Now, if you've ever been on my live feeds, this is what happens. You get on a live feed, someone will request, you know, request to go live with you. And I'm all for it most of the time because there's some crazy nut jobs out there, right? I mean, we're all kind of a little nutty, but. Yeah, no. So people will get on and they'll see, oh my God, you have 5.5 million followers. You're verified. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? So sometimes I'll tell them that I sell fish tank toilets. And those fish tank toilets, you have the fish in the back. They're clear and you have the fish in the back. And it's a separate tank inside to hold the water. But when you flush, the fish stay in there. Now, I totally made this up out of the freaking blue about a year ago. And people, every time that they hear that that's what they do, they're like, can I buy a fish tank toilet? Will you, will you send me a fish tank? <laughs> will you send me a fish tank toilet? I'm like, absolutely, absolutely, 100%. That is not what I do, I totally made it up. So someone Googled it and they actually sell them on Amazon. So the people of the fish tank toilets, if you're listening, I've been promoting the shit out of your toilets for the last year and a half. And people still jump in my live asking, where's your link? Where's your link so I can buy some? <laughs> so it's either that or I tell people I sell farts in a jar. And people are like, no, are you serious? And I just keep a straight face. I'm like, yeah, it's extremely lucrative. And I can't even tell you. Everyone's like, what the hell? There's no freaking way. There is no way that you do that. 
But there are several people that have asked, how do they buy, <laughs> how do they buy them? And I'm like, you are nasty as hell <laughs> if you think that I legit, if you think I legitimately do that. But I'll keep it going. And that's on them. If they come back to my page and they try to find the link to it, that's totally on them. They come back to my page and they try to find the fish tank trials, that's on them. The other one that I told people, the guy was like, what do you do? What do you do? I said, well, I just created this pill that helps you poop because a lot of people need it. He's like, no way. I said, yeah, I'm actually going to start an MLM with it. So I got a couple people under me and I'm literally dead ass serious. He's like, oh, I said, you know what? You do seem like a person that would be able to do really well with this. You can sell. You got a nice look to your, <laughs> you got a nice look to yourself. I'm like, you, you would clean house. You would legit clean house with this. Would you like to be part of my program? <laughs> He's like, yeah. Can you, can you email me more information? Can you email me more information? And I was like, just DM me. You DM me. I'm like, these are all the rage. Everyone, they're, they're organic. They're natural. Everybody loves them. They clean your system out. You don't got a bunch of gas or anything after. My chat is going crazy. Like, what the hell is your, is your problem? So I get off the live feed with that person. I never told him I was joking. I get off the live feed, close down my live. He legit DM'd me. <laughs> like, can I get some more information about those poopy pills? I was weak as hell. So I was like, I'm not even gonna say anything. I go live a day later, two days later, he jumps back in my live and requests me. He's like, were you, were you serious about those? And then finally I had to tell him. But I'm just, the whole thing is like a bunch of jokes. But I, dead serious. This chick, coming back to the story, this chick had to go to the hospital because she was selling so many farts in a jar. She was making a couple hundred thousand dollars. She was set, she couldn't keep up. The supply and demand, she couldn't keep up. So she had to keep eating these beans, which is insane. I got to go to the hospital because I have so much gas. I just, I don't even know. I, I don't know. I mean, would you do it? Would you sell farts in a jar? I don't, I'd like to say no. No, okay, wait a minute. If it was anonymous, maybe. <laughs> If it was anonymous, maybe, possibly, because then people couldn't link it back to you. But then again, I don't think people even care. I think they're just ready. I think I think they are like, I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to get I'm going to be nasty. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to do it. I don't really care that that's fine because you have the people that come at you. I, I, listen, I've had people ask me, will you sell me or you sock? You know what? That's nasty. But how much? <laughs> how much we talking? <laughs> I used to have people ask me just use underwear, which I mean, not that I'm saying that's okay, but I feel like that one would be that one would make more sense, right? Than some of the other stuff. I've had people ask me, "Can you sleep in your sheets? Just sleep in your sheets. That's all you got to do in your sheets. Sleep in your sheets and sell them to me." I'm like, what are you talking about? For real, for real. How much? $300? And I'm thinking, damn, I'll go get some $9.99. <laughs> I'm about to go to Walmart and give me some $9.99 sheets <laughs> and sleep in them. 
And then go ahead and just mail them on off. Give me your address. Send me that three hundred dollars. It makes sense to me financially. But I did have a friend that someone reached out and said, "Can I buy a picture of your weenus?" And I said, "What the hell? What is a what is a weenus? I don't even know what you're talking about. What is a freaking weenus?" So she said, "It's when you fold your arm." I'm doing this, and, and I know you guys can't see. It's when you take your arm, like your hand, and you put it towards your bicep, I guess. And it's that little area that almost looks like a butt crack where your elbow is, like the little butt crack. And I'm, listen, I know every single one of you right freaking now is, <laughs> is making a butt crack with your arm. So you extend your arm out, put your hand to a fist, put your fist almost to your chest or to, to your armpit, and you look kind of by your elbow, and there's a butt crack. And apparently, that, my friends, is called a weenus. That's called, that is called a weenus. So he reached out and told her he was like, and she's single mom. You know, she's just like, I, I'm, I'm kind of struggling financially. Single mom. He paid her $300 to send that picture. I said, are you joking me? She said, no, I'm for real. I said, first of all, where's his number? <laughs> And why didn't you pass that lot? No, I'm just kidding. I didn't. I didn't. I never sent it. I didn't ask for it. She did send it though. And she made that money. I'm not hating on her. You do your thing. Go ahead. That's fine and dandy. All good for you. But I have never partaken in any of those things. The amount of people that have asked, well, can I buy this? Can I buy that? I actually have a lot of people that ask if they can buy pictures. I have one person say, hey, can I show you what I did with your picture? And I was like, oh, sure. I'm thinking fan art. I'm thinking cartoon. I'm thinking any of that stuff, like a character, you know, repurposed anything. Why? Why did this dude send a video back to me? He, he sent the picture, right, of what he was talking about. But then the video was him masturbating to that picture. I'm like, what? I was, I was so irate. You just made me watch that. I'm thinking that you did something kind, not to yourself. <laughs> I'm thinking you did something kind for me. I'm thinking that you're like, oh, you're so nice. You're so, no, 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 and no. That is not what happened at all. So yeah, that's why I'm a little gun shy now when people are like, can I show you what I did? Can I send you fan art? No, I don't want some random like cup of sperm. <laughs> Up in my way. I want none of that. So for the record, if anyone is listening and you try and send me that nasty stuff, I did have someone send me, it was bath bombs. And I open them up because on the thing, it was like, oh, please open these on live. I want everybody to see. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? That's fine. Cool. We'll do it. So I opened the box. Thank goodness my son was not around. I opened the box and I pull out, dun, dun, dun. I pull out what's in there. And they are literal penis-shaped bath bombs. I was like, what? why did you do that to me? Why did you, first of all, why did you spend the money on it? Second of all, why did you give it to me? And third of all, why did you make me do this on a live? Oh, so pissed. So I do have a PO box, but I'm very careful. When I open this stuff, I'm like, I'm not going to do it on live. I'm not going to do it in front of my kid because I don't know what's coming my way. Like, literally coming my, <laughs> coming my way. All right, look, that's about time for me on this episode. I, I got to just let you guys know what's been going on with me. I'm back in the saddle. We're doing things. More episodes are going to be out this week. 
but I just wanted to touch base and say, I absolutely love each and every one of you. I have missed you guys. Not being like in the thick of it for a, a few days, even a week has been like, oh my goodness, like you missed your be best friend. Like I absolutely miss my best friend. So can't wait to get back in. Make sure that you guys are subscribing. Make sure that you're following. Make sure that you're following me on all my other socials. And that's it. I'm out. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 